Ingram Smith, Bud Elliott, back again for another episode in the Knollcast and back again for another uh, annual position preview show. Looking at the linebackers tonight, uh, Bud, excited to do all of these and want to thank our sponsors, as always, the legendary team of Chad and Shannon. I think I've pronounced their names right for like three shows in a row, so that's a record for me. It's a streak. 844-FSU-LOAN. Uh, 500 plus, I believe, in the 510s at this point. Uh, two guys that are passionate about what they do, and it comes through in every transaction. Uh, Shannon's a fantastic guy to work with, as you can attest, as I can attest, as uh, more than 500 of our listeners can attest. So, 844 FSU loan. Big thanks to the legendary team. All right, bud, last year we did this episode at a bar during my bachelor party, part because we hadn't done one, part because we weren't sure there was a whole lot to say. So we wrapped this thing in about three and a half minutes. Um, This one will be shorter than our defensive line preview, uh, but it will be longer than three and a half minutes. Let's interested, interested to see where this conversation goes tonight. Um, You got two, you know, strong returning pieces, a third guy who kind of emerged last year and uh, some interesting youth uh, that has been brought in over the course of uh, of the year. So, linebacker preview, here we go. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. All right, so on the D-line preview, I mentioned uh, some stats from StatsBomb, and I was like, well, why don't I just share some of this on the screen? So, I want to jump in with, uh, because I haven't pulled up first, let's, let's go Tatum Bethune, a guy who, uh, here we go, we got some data. Everybody can hopefully see this. Maybe it's too small. Maybe it's not. Hopefully it's not way too small. I'll walk you guys through it. I think it's fair to say that you have a uh, a well above average ACC linebacker in Tatum Bethune, right? A guy who is a dependable player. I think the staff understands his strengths and albeit, you know, far fewer than his strengths, uh, his his weaknesses as a player. And it, you know, they'll try to put him in a good position. He got dinged up you know, last year a little bit as well. And, and I'm excited to see this guy play. So in, in looking at this, right? We need a flow chart, bud, not to interrupt your flow, but were they on the team in 2022? Did they play at Louisville? How significant was the injury? Dude, that's, that's the flow chart. That, Tatum was that is him. That is it. Yeah. Something he had right. to deal with for the rest of the season. But yeah. I mean, so what we have here on on the on the screen, if you're listening at home, which most of y'all do, uh, I, will, I will actually talk about this as opposed to just talking about what I have on the screen. Uh, this is a a pretty nice looking chart for uh, for Tatum Bethune. So, you know, target separation the the garnet is the Bethune stuff, and the gold is the league average within the ACC. And uh, they they pulled this from 480 plays. Uh, Statsbomb did so. This is relatively large sample. Uh, obviously, the league average sample is going to be bigger. That's 112,000 plays. But, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tatum Bethune can't play 112,000 plays in one season, although we do hope he plays more than 480. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff to like here, man. Uh, target separation and catch separation uh, are significantly over the league average. And that is something I, I I care about, right? Like what what is your average separation uh, from the tar- receiver at the time he was targeted, uh, and what's your average separation from the receiver at the time uh, 
that the uh, the catch was made or the catch point because this includes incompletions, obviously. Uh, so again, I don't think of Tatum Bethune as an excellent coverage linebacker, but the tracking data suggests that he doesn't suck at uh, at, at that. And where he really excels is in some of this stuff, right? On the right side of your screen, let's look at your stuff percentage, right? Percentage of plays where the player makes a tackle for zero or negative yards. Bethune is way higher than the league average linebacker. I mean, much higher. Look at that, almost 4X. So that, that's that's a nice thing to see. It, it tells me that he does trigger and get downhill pretty well when he sees it. I, I mean, I don't know that you need stats to tell you that, but I, I like that the stats agree with, with what you and I see, right? I, I know you have a lot of stuff about Bethune that, that you, you want to kind of compliment on him. No, he's just an impressive guy. Uh, really, both of these linebackers, uh, Bethune and Deloach, are, are good dudes, you know? I mean, and that means a whole hill of beans when it comes to how good of a football players they are. I'm not trying to tell you otherwise, but uh, impressive individuals. Tatum, I think, uh, you know, has was a different player after that Louisville injury and still turned in a, a very, you know, solid year. And so I will be interested to see. And he was such a big pickup. I'm not trying to make him into an All-American or something, but dude, Tatum Bethune's a, a, an honest-to-God college football linebacker. And there weren't yep. many of those on this roster before you you got him. And I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Deloach has continued to emerge and continued to evolve and continue to get bigger uh but this this room needed this room needed Tatum Bethune in a way that's that's hard to describe so great to see him back uh for a final year here and if healthy uh again I don't think Tatum's going to be a first team all-american or you know win the buckets but if healthy I think you have a, a much different level player than maybe you just think if you casually watch last year and and expect you know maybe that plus two or 3% based off the fact he's, you know, back and a little bit older, a little bit stronger, et cetera. It, in my mind, I, I often like to play, where would he start? Where would he not start? Right. And then kind of, where would it be a toss up? There's not too many places that FSU plays this year uh, in which Tatum Bethune would not, I think, seriously contend or just be obviously guaranteed a starting spot. Right. I mean, at LSU, they have Spates and Perkins. Yeah, I mean Perkins. That's fairly obvious. Maybe okay. the best defender in the country. So yeah, that that's going to be tough to crack. And Clemson's too. If it's not LSU, might really have the best tandem in the nation. Although Georgia, the guys in Athens will say something about that. After that, though, man, like you're telling me, Tatum Bethune wouldn't play at Florida, wouldn't play at Miami, or Pitt, or Duke, or uh, am I missing one here? That that um, or or wouldn't play at Wake. NC State's not on the schedule this year. I I, I think you have a, a, a pretty high-level ACC linebacker here, man, and maybe a guy whose uh, traits profile is someone who is a better college player than pro just because of the, of the sheer top-end speed, I would say. Uh, but a guy who I think profiles as a, nice, a really nice player for you who I'm hoping can go out with a bang this year. Kalen Deloach, uh, super impressive kid in his own right. Great to see the evolution that he has made as a football player. Again, somebody that played with an injury last year, and you saw, you know, some of that higher level of productivity fall back a little bit. His game is about speed and 
and being able to get there, you know, a tenth of a second earlier than than otherwise anticipated, whether that be in run support or, or breaking on a ball, had a real nice play in the spring game doing doing exactly that. Um, Wait, what did you say? Breaking on the ball? Yeah, breaking on the ball. Great. I'm glad you brought that up. We did not plan this. Um, so his target separation, meaning how how open is the guy when he's targeted when Deloach is co- is covering. Is, is exactly matching up with league average. However, when you go from that to catch point separation, Deloach is out here like on an extreme good outlier, whereas the league is is over here. That's a large gap. Like if you recall where Bethune was, Bethune was sort of more in the, the, the split between target separation and league average and catch separation or catch point separation and league average. Uh, it was not pronounced like this. So this actually is a fun graph right here, and I know that the, the data is noisy. I get it, but in 586 plays, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of cool, man. Like that—that that really backs up. I, I, you know, I know, I know for a fact he had not looked at this because I, I just saw this myself. Uh, that really backs up what you're saying here. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Great graphs, by the way. Always love a good spider graph. Um, yeah, you know, Tatum Bethune put on a little bit more weight. Never going to be somebody that plays at you know two thirty or something like that. But uh, I think is legitimately, you know, probably in the low two twenties. Uh, and for him, that's significant, uh, significant weight gain. It'll be interesting to see how he can carry that throughout the course of a season. But uh, a guy that you know won't be outworked. Uh, a guy that in the little bit of behind the scenes that uh that i get from my involvement in uh in the battles in uh i can only tell you that i've, I've been very very impressed with kalen deloach how he goes about doing his work how he uh approaches things Imp- impressive kid impressive family and uh i think yeah. a kid who has has the ability to have a, a little bit of a breakout year here as well i i met his dad rob before i had kids you know i was like man Rob's doing something right. Like just three stand-up kids, all college scholarships, you know, just it, yeah. guys got, guys got, got it on the right track. You know, maybe we all have three kids who get athletic scholarships to Florida state, Georgia, and Ohio state. You're, yeah, exactly. you're doing okay. You're doing okay. I, I knew it was Ohio state uh, with, with, with his daughter. I, I wasn't sure where, where the third one. That's, that's awesome, transferred man. from VCU to Georgia. So yeah, there you was, go. Uh, was, that's a, that's a fun, fun family to root for, I'm sure. So absolutely. Um, okay, so other cool stuff on Deloach. Again, I think these graphs really do show the, the the difference. Like Deloach is the more athletic of the two, especially in coverage, and probably has a little better uh you know, coverage feel, whereas Bethune is more of your downhill thumper. I mean, Bethune's stuff percentage was you know way down here. Part of this is roles and assignments too, right? Mm-hmm. Like like is Tatum Bethune really 5x the run defender that, that Kalen Deloach is? Of course not. And, you know, it, it what, one's not a, not a cheetah and the other a sloth when it comes to coverage. So, uh, yeah, like, but this, this does kind of show where, where, you know, where they're at. Like, if, as far as areas he can improve, like, I would like to see the stop percentage and the yards after tackle attempt be better than league average, right? Are we getting guys down within a yard of hitting them? Are they, breaking off large runs after the tackle attempt. I, I want to see some improvement in that area. I think the bulk can help him do that, right? Like that's clearly when, when he sits down with NFL people, they're going to say, all right, did you get these guys in the ACC on the ground when you hit them? Cause 
when you go from the ACC to the AFC, that's going to be pretty important. Uh, but yeah, like the coverage stuff is, is, I know people think that FSU's linebackers are poor in coverage. I, I, I don't think that that is the case with Deloach. Like his numbers there are, are solid and not, not many better within the league as, as the graph showed. Cool. But Kalen was in Willie's second class, I think. So you're, we're literally talking about a guy who has seen everything. You know, a guy, a guy who has gone through the, uh, the lows and, and, uh, a high season and, and hopefully, a, a you know, a very high season. Uh, but a guy who's, uh, experienced the whole rocky ride that has been Florida state football over the last five years or so. I mean, and Bethune was class of 19. So 1920 Bethune's got to be like 22, maybe 23 years yeah, old. I think, I think Tatum maybe 23 years old. I, I don't know for sure, but no that's just a lot of veteran experience, man. You yeah. know, like how many oh, yeah. times have you gone and played an ACC game? You're like, damn, like these linebackers are not freaks, but they're just like, how are both Wake's linebackers with right. 401ks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wake is the immediate team that I think about. Uh, so uh, interesting to see two guys that uh, you feel pretty comfortable about. A third guy that you do as well. DJ Lundy has, um, I made a comment last year while we were at the bar that like they did things with Lundy's hips that, they wish they could have done for Jeff Luck 10, 12 years ago, however long that was. Jeff was a super bulked up linebacker, massive get, one of the early gets of the Jimbo era that gets forgotten because he wasn't, you know, Nigel Bradham, LaMarcus Joyner, et cetera. Um, but a guy who just unfortunately could never quite get the fluidity to be the linebacker that he looked like he might be coming out of high school. Um, DJ still a, a work in progress, but a guy who has has changed his body remarkably. Um, obviously, a, a pretty damn impressive athlete in his own right. If you're going to incorporate him in the offense as much as Florida State does, um, I think I think Lundy has a chance to turn into that solid above average ACC linebacker this year. And again, you know, next year is probably more his. Uh, his big time year, uh, but a guy who has grown in the system. It, it's odd to me as a guy who grew up heavy on football in the late nineties and early two thousands that, you know, the idea of three linebackers on the field is, is almost a, you know, it's almost a rarity uh, in football, but it'll be interesting to see what he does, uh, what he can make with the snaps that he does and a guy that they'll use situationally uh, undoubtedly. So, DJ Lundy, impressive kid. Uh, excited to see how they use him this year. Totally. I, I look. I, if you're going to need to evaluate him, I mean, the guy's a junior, and you're going to lose Deloach and Bethune after this season. I, I, I would assume. So, you know, you're going to need to know what you have in him. I, I think it's very important to be able to evaluate what he has. We know he has the physicality. We know he has improved athletically. We know he's improved the body. Has he improved it enough to be at a spot that can really, really help you this year if called upon? And then obviously, like, what is the trajectory for next year? And a guy who I expect to play a lot because I expect a lot of blowouts. Um, all right. Omar Graham, another guy I know they're continuing to evaluate. This is his second year, redshirt freshman kid, a, a dude they liked an awful lot coming out of high school. And I know you and I liked him as well. Uh, they did take Juice Cryer from Northwestern, who's a freshman. And uh, I think he may end up being. We'll see, right? Like it's freshman. It, we're, we'll see. Uh, Demarco Ward, another guy who I know they were kind of high on internally, uh, some somewhat, and uh, 
we'll, we'll see how he you know looks out there when he gets into a ball game. And then finally, um, AJ. AJ. AJ is a guy, if you watch Mike Norvell talk about him, like just go watch the YouTube videos, Knowles 24 7. Or just talk to Mike about it. Kind of, you know, the the knowing nod. Like they athletically, AJ Nicholson is not AJ, excuse me. Why are we saying AJ? Because we're so old that we actually covered this team when AJ Damn, Nicholson dog. played. Yeah. Dude. That's, that's so that's bad. A, I did I'm not. Leave it, I'm gonna team. leave it in. We're not gonna college, end but yeah, that's a. <laughs> oh my gosh, AJ Blake Nicholson. Nicholson. Uh, look, AJ Nicholson AJ... had a pretty good career. I mean, the the Orange Bowl incident aside, like like he had a pretty good career. His brother's a linebacker coach at Louisville. Is that Derek Nicholson? He's in. He's out there somewhere. Where's I don't know. Let's not lose ourselves. Derek Nicholson's a, a kind of an up and comer in the in the college ranks as a, as a uh, linebacker coach as well. So yeah, I mean, look, AJ I, Nichols, damn dog, that, that is my uh, that is my Greg Dent moment that that uh, that my fair partner will still occasionally have every once in a while when he talks about who our starting safety is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, Blake Nicholson, uh, super super athletic kid. They got him from California and. And obviously, Derek Ray deserves a lot of credit on that recruitment. But yeah, D- Derek Nicholson as well. Um, now, what? Now I'm going down like like the, the rabbit hole. Derek, AJ, why am I saying those names? Uh, linebacker preview. Four X as long as it was last year. Much yeah, better. There we go. Yeah. All, All right. right, y'all. Until next time, do want to thank uh, Congruity. CongruityHR.com is the website. And uh, Matt Thompson and his team at For the Table Restaurant Group. LaborDayTailgate.com is the website. Again, LaborDayTailgate.com to come join myself, Bud, and many other NOLCast listeners as we get ready for the LSU game in Orlando. Coming up next, we'll do the secondary. <laughs>